Hey you guys, so welcome to Intuitive Eating April. Like I mentioned in the last episode, this month I'm really going to be doing a deep dive into intuitive eating because I think it is so important for your journey to find food freedom. So I know I've already done an episode kind of talking about intuitive eating, so if you've heard that one, this episode will be kind of be a little bit of a refresher. But if you haven't listened to that episode yet, this will probably be brand new information for you. So like I said, we're going to be talking about intuitive eating. So I really want to introduce what intuitive eating is to you guys and why it is so important and why it isn't just considered another diet. Hey guys, welcome to the Empowered Podcast, hosted by your girl, Miranda Lee. I hope you're ready to get confident, throw away the all or nothing mindset, fully surrender to God, and strive to be 1% better every day. Don't forget, you are enough, you are worthy, and you are loved. Alrighty, let's get this party started. So in my Facebook empowerment community, I made a post introducing the topic of intuitive eating to kind of let my community know that, hey, you guys, for the month of April, we're going to be focusing on intuitive eating. And if you have any questions about it, go ahead and comment below. And the first question I got was, what is intuitive eating? I've I've never even heard of it. So I think that's a great place to start. Let's start talking about what the heck is intuitive eating. So instead of just putting it into my own words what intuitive eating is, I did a little research so I can give you guys the best definition. I'll put these sources that I'm using in my show notes. But the first one I'm going to read to you, it's um, on this website called cedarsanai.org and the article is called What is Intuitive Eating? A Nutritionist Explains. So I'm going to scroll down a little bit and it says... What, so under the question, what is intuitive eating? It answers by saying a non-dieting approach to changing your eating habits is also known as intuitive eating. So I like that already. It's a non-dieting approach. And we'll get into it more a little later, but something I love about intuitive eating is like there literally isn't a set of rules like diets have. Intuitive eating is so different from person to person, but let's let's still dig a little bit deeper into what exactly intuitive eating is. So the article also says, according to the National Eating Disorders Association, intuitive eating is about trusting your body to make food choices that feel good for you without judging yourself or the influence of diet culture. And then there's a quote that says, we're all born with the ability to know when to eat and when to stop eating. And we're also, and, and also know what is pleasurable and satisfying, Rhonda says. And then it quotes, however, most of us start to become more disconnected and less trusting of our own internal wisdom with the influence of family, friends, media, and diet culture. Wow, that is, that is such a great definition of intuitive eating. And, and it's kind of like she said, I feel like we are born knowing how to intuitively eat because it's obvious we just listen to our body we listen to what it's telling us if we're hungry if we're craving a certain thing if you know we want to eat something or maybe not eat something our body's going to tell us but the issue is that 
we have been taught differently with diet culture, the influence of, you know, our peers, the media, all those around us. And we have all forgot how to properly intuitively eat. And it's so weird because I bet you like uh, however long ago, cavemen days or even like uh, only a hundred years ago or something, intuitive eating was probably something that everyone did and it was just obvious. But because of diet culture and all the things that are just embedded into our brain daily, this thing that we were born with, which is knowing how to intuitively eat, has been stripped from us. And now we have to relearn it. So in a little nutshell, what is intuitive eating? It is just listening to your body, trusting your body. I think that's the biggest one. Learning how to trust your body and what it asks for, what it needs, and to not diet. And the biggest part, don't judge yourself. Don't feel shameful. Don't feel guilt for eating something because of the influence of diet culture. Okay, so this next article I'm going to read to you, it's actually on intuitiveeating.org. An article is called 10 Principles of Intuitive Eating. So I thought I'd just go over them real quick um, so you can further understand intuitive eating and what it is. So the first one, and I think this one is so great, and it is reject the diet mentality. Yes, this is going to be something that we are going to have to really unlearn and to reteach to ourselves because the diet mentality and diet culture has, you know, every day is is trying to teach us that you need to diet. Your goal in life should be to lose weight. And with intuitive eating, it is saying, no, that is not the goal. We do not need to live our lives with the sole priority of trying to lose weight and trying to continually diet and never be happy. So number one, first principle, reject the diet mentality. All right. Number two, honor your hunger. Wow. I feel like this one is so obvious in life, but we don't do it. We are taught to ignore our hunger cues, to tell our body that it's wrong that no, you don't need anything else to eat because we just ate something. Like, no. With intuitive eating, you have to learn to trust your body and to honor your hunger cues. And it's kind of going to be hard to do because um, diet culture has taught us to just ignore our hunger cues and to not trust them. So it's going to take some time, but I love that portion of intuitive eating is that it's intuitive because you're listening to your body or learning to be in tune with your body and what it is telling you that it needs. All right, number three is to make peace with food. Uh, Such a good one. We need to stop fighting food and thinking that it is bad and that, you know, it's, it's the devil and that some foods are good and some foods are bad. Food is just food, you guys. There's no more forbidden foods. There's no more things that you can't have. There's no more things that you should be feeling guilty about if you eat. You need to make peace with food. Food is just food, and there's nothing more to it than that. All right, number four, challenge the food police. That's a good one. I never thought about that. 
challenge the food police. And I feel like the the biggest food police is what diet culture is telling you and it's like in your head. So you might look at something and be like, no, I can't have that because it's bad. Well, with this intuitive eating journey that I hope that you guys start, you need to start challenging the food police in your head and tell yourself, no, like these rules that are made up by diet culture, they are dumb and stop labeling foods as good or bad. All right, number five, discover the satisfaction factor. And what this means is that there's satisfaction in eating food and it's okay. Diet culture tells you that food only has one purpose and it's to fuel your body and, you know, it's for weight gain or weight loss or whatever. But food's so much more than that. It has to do with culture and, you know, sitting down with family and friends or, you know, just enjoying good food and nothing's wrong with that. So in your intuitive eating journey, you should be discovering that food goes beyond just its caloric value and its macronutrients. Food is meant to be um, enjoyed and that's okay. We should have pleasure and satisfaction um, around sitting around a dinner table and eating food. Okay, and number six is feel your fullness. This this just ties in with, you know, listening to your body and honoring your cravings. Listen to what your body is telling you. It'll tell you if you're full or you're done. And a lot of times with diet culture, when maybe you have an issue with, you know, over dieting and then you find yourself binge eating or overeating afterwards, you're not trusting your hunger cues because you feel like if you can't eat everything now, then you just, you know, you're not going to be able to have it later. But with intuitive eating, you learn how to listen to your body and listen for the signals that it gives you that tells you you're no longer hungry. And in the beginning of your intuitive eating journey, you might not even feel those hunger hunger cues or know how to listen for it and it'll take time. But you know, our, you, we have to learn how to trust our body and to feel the cues that our body's telling us like, hey, I'm full, uncomfortable, um, you know, take a little break. We don't have to keep eating. Okay, number seven is cope with your emotions with kindness. A lot of the times we like to kind of stuff our emotions down with food. And what this article is saying is that, yeah, food might make you feel better for the short term, but it's not going to make you feel better in the long term. It's actually going to make you feel kind of worse because you didn't acknowledge those emotions and you just ended up coping with food and overeating and not listening to your hunger cues or anything like that. So, you know, part of the intuitive eating process and journey is just learning to also be in tune with your emotions and finding out other ways to comfort and nurture and, you know, resolve those emotions that you're having inside. All right, number eight, this is a good one. It's respect your body. And what this article is saying that you need to accept your genetic blueprint. And it's so true because we can't all expect ourselves to be the same weight or have the same body. The same way as we're all, you know, we all have different shoe sizes. We can't just be like, oh, like this article is saying, just as a person with a shoe size of eight would not expect to realistically squeeze into a size six, like same thing goes with your body. You you can't force your body to be a way that it wasn't designed to be. And that's the beauty of intuitive eating is that you kind of find that set point of where your body thrives, where it's comfortable and where it 
likes to be in its healthiest version. Instead of just dieting so hard that you have to diet to be this certain small size that you think is more worthy, it's not. So learning to respect your body, big part of intuitive eating. All right, we're almost done, you guys. Number nine is movement. Feel the difference. And that's so great. Stop stop treating exercise like a punishment for what you ate. You want to you want to see how exercise and movement makes you feel. There's something so great about moving your body without just focusing on how many calories am I burning and how long did I work out and did I close my exercise ring on on my Apple Watch, stuff like that. Do something as simple as going for a walk. You don't have to work out super duper hard every single day because you feel like you have to. With your intuitive eating journey, it's also about moving and feeling good and doing what your body enjoys. All right, last one. Number 10, honor your health, gentle nutrition. So this is stuff that that means that you need to make food choices that, like this article is saying, make food choices that honor your health and taste buds while making you feel good. And this is going to be so different for everyone. That's the beauty of intuitive eating. It's not going to be the same for any two people. So you have to see um, what your body likes, what, what you eat that makes you feel good because you know you're nourishing your body. And also things that taste good. You know what? If you don't like cauliflower, you don't have to eat it. If you don't like kale, you don't have to eat it. Diet culture tells you that you have to have this stuff in your diet. And you don't. You don't. So... Be gentle with yourself and listen to yourself. All right, so that is the end of these um, 10 principles of intuitive eating. Like I said, this isn't something I came up with. I found this on intuitiveeating.org. I'm going to put the um, the source in the show notes as well so you guys can look at it. But I think this was just kind of a quick, simple breakdown of what intuitive eating is and why it is not just a diet. It's not a diet because... A diet has these firm rules that everyone has to go by. Intuitive eating just means that you are not dieting and you are trusting your body. The goal of intuitive eating is not to lose weight. It's not to be the smallest version of yourself. The goal of intuitive eating is to learn to finally trust your body, listen to what your body is telling you, and to really get rid of that diet mentality, that diet culture has been trying to teach us every single day. All right, so I hope that this this short podcast was helpful for you guys. I hope you understand what intuitive eating is. I'm excited for the rest of the month for us to dig deeper into intuitive eating. Um, Like I said, I'm going to be interviewing dietitians and nutritionists and people who really are experts when it comes to intuitive eating. So I hope that by the end of this month that you guys have started your intuitive eating journey, that you can confidently ditch these diets, and that I can provide you guys with all the tools that you need to take this step for a lifestyle change. And if you want some extra accountability and support, I strongly encourage you to join my Facebook empowerment community that is all about building confidence and fighting, finding food freedom. And we are diving also a little deeper into intuitive eating for April and actually doing a little challenge as well where you can win prizes. So if you want to join this community, 
just go to bit.ly, so B-I-T dot L-Y slash Miranda Lee F-B, as in Facebook, um, or go to the show notes and you can click the link and join. I hope to see you there. Otherwise, I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you.